0: Welcome, my friends, to the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, find our sweet spot, and planting our seeds to watch them grow in our magic garden. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? Welcome to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's guest is Tony Dean, who's an amazing guy. Runs Pick Hands for Cancer with his partner, and we're going to talk about it. But if there's anybody who's a goons for good, Tony is it. So, hey, Tony, how you doing? Good morning.
1: Good morning, David. How are you, buddy?
0: I'm doing great. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much, and you know how much I, I'm i passionate about your your... One of your passions, right? One of the things that bring you love is is giving back. So could you explain to everybody what Pink Hands for Cancer is and why you're doing it?
1: Definitely appreciate the opportunity to uh, talk about something that's extremely passionate to myself and my uh, co-founder, Robert Swindell. So it's kind of a double dip. It's a situation where we're looking to save the planet and help people with cancer at the same time. So, you know, we just went through a pretty rough political, you know, couple of years and uh to us we don't we don't really care which side of the aisle you lay on you know um i don't think there's anyone that can think it's a good idea to put a plastic bottle into the ground or throw it into the ocean so um we try to recycle and by recycling the five cent redemption label that's on the cans or the bottles we turn around and use that to help people with cancer so like say we're saving the planet by helping people with cancer at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, just even this, the recycling would be amazing, but that you're turning it around for something else. I mean, that really is one of those examples of servant leadership. Uh, You know, I I mean, I know you, Tony, and you're definitely one of those servant leaders who just raise their hand and, you know, just figure out how to make things happen. You know, I mean, we were both lucky enough to kind of, be in the tutelage a little bit of Frank Shankowitz, who was who the, the, the ultimate, the consummate person, you know, how is meeting Frank for you the first time?
1: So I met Frank in the same situation, which I met you, which was secret knock. So I was actually sitting next to Frank, um, for some time before realizing who he is. And, uh, as a child, uh, one of my first thoughts of philanthropy and the first acts with philanthropy was donating to Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it was always something that meant a lot to me. So to be able to meet the founder was uh, was really impactful. And then to be able to be a part of his movie and help him, you know, make his wish come true, that was something that was... Um, You know, it was pretty incredible. And then when the movie dropped in New York, to be one of the first people to speak and then to speak with you on stage in front of all those people about the movie and what it meant to us and what Frank meant to us was just, uh, it was pretty pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, no, it really was incredible. It was awe-inspiring when the the first time, I remember uh, they had a secret knock in Long Island, and I don't know if that's where you met Frank, but... The first time I, I had gone, and I'm like, who's this big guy with a cowboy hat? And, you know, Greg yeah. Reed. God bless Greg Reed. You know, and in one of his Greg Reed suits, which, you know, you know they that bright colors and, and everything like that. And and then he's walking in with Ron and uh, Arlene Klein. And you're like, what group is this? Like, oh, my God. I'm like, misfits. And then you're like, oh, my God. These are, like, the most incredible people of all time. Uh, I, I mean, Greg is really I, I is one of the greatest people that I, that I've met. I mean, I'm blessed to have him somewhere in my life. And, uh, you know, how about yourself? Uh, you know, when you, when you met the, you know, all the, the, the sort of misfits, but we all belong together. You know, when you, when you really look at it, I, I love the secret knock environment.
1: Now it's a pretty incredible group of people. Um, you know, you're literally hanging out with the, the heavy hitters and, uh, they're all just the same people. They put their pants on the same way, you know, and it's just, and now you have them in your Rolodex, you have them as contacts. And, you know, as I was saying last week, it's not even about the heavy hitters sometimes. Sometimes it's about, you know, the guys that are just ordinary people like yourself and myself, you know, and the connection that we've had through this organization has
0: been um, very impactful. Yeah, no, it, it, it has been. So could you tell me a little bit more about uh, Pink Hands? You know, so I, I see behind, and I I know this is going to be audio, but there's uh, two names behind there. There's, there's Kristen and Kayla. Could you tell us yeah. why you ride? Why 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 did we start Pink Cans for Cancer?
1: Well, it really started with Kristen Martinez, and um, she was just a really good friend of mine. I actually happened to work for her, and I started a uh, – she asked me to do a, a bike ride in the city, Um and the bike ride went from pretty much from New York to D.C. So it was about a 250 mile ride. Um, I did it one time. We raised a bunch of money. It was great. And I didn't think I would ever do it again. And then um, we lost Kristen. And I was still really new and fresh to the, to the cancer community. Um, you know, as a little kid, you hear about your grandparents or, you know, your grandmother getting cancer and things like that. But I I myself had never really heard of young women, you know, getting cancer until I met Kristen, um, which just opened up my eyes to a whole different world of, of, of people. Um, so every year we were doing this ride and, you know, in her memory, and we were, you know, we were raising hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, and then it just got a little bit harder to tap the same donors you know in the beginning they were very excited that we were you know riding our bicycles all these miles and you know donations were flowing in and we did really well with it but then again like everything it, it doesn't get boring per se but it you know it gets a little old sometimes so i was recycling i happen to have always believed in recycling, I've always been a big recycler, whether it's cans, water bottles, I recycle pumpkins, you know, so we have kids, we have six, seven pumpkins, I smash them up, let the kids help me, we put them in the garden, you know, and then we put some topsoil on top of it. And, you know, that's just another form of recycling. So I was recycling cans um, for my son, when my son was born, who was born on Kristen's birthday. So my son's name is Joseph Christian Dean. Um, so I was recycling cans for him and it was working out, you know, we, we own a bunch of property and we have a property management company. So each house we had a can in, and we were just recycling, we we're making like a hundred bucks a month. no big deal. Nothing crazy, nothing he was going to retire off of, but you know, maybe he could buy some books when he got to college. And then I came in the office one day and uh, I have two sweet mates and one of their moms, um, was in chemo and one of their moms was in hospice. And I, you know, I just said to my partner, Robbie I opened up the window, we have a little sliding window between us. I said, man, we, you know, we gotta do more. What can we do? Let's let's start cans for cancer. And Robbie said, cool, let's do it. Which is wild because Robbie and I argue about everything when it comes to real estate in life. We joke and we just play around all the time. And he's like, cool, let's do it. You know, and literally 15 minutes later, Robbie had already whipped up a website and we, you know, we just started. It was kind of funny in the beginning. People were dropping off canned foods, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing, man. It was uh, it was crazy. One of the first businesses to take us in was CrossFit Garden City. So we will always, always, always be appreciative to them for letting us, you know, who didn't know what we were doing, um, put the first can there. So we place these big, large um, pink receptacle cans, and to businesses. So instead of putting the garbage into, instead of putting the cans into the garbage, you put them into the pink cans, you know? So um, we come by, we do a pickup. We actually have a couple of trucks in the fleet now. Um, in the beginning, we were driving an old church van. It was a little crazy and a little creepy. <laughs> um, surprised we didn't get arrested when we pulled up to schools to pull up, pick up the cans. But uh, you know, we, we got through those days, and now we have a couple of vans. Exit Realty actually paid for a van for us. They gave us twenty thousand dollars, so we were able to get a beautiful van, and um, we do pickups everywhere. We were in Jones Beach Amphitheater. We were in schools. In fact, we took about. 80,000 cans from Jones Beach Amphitheater two summers ago you know now then the pandemic comes and like everything changed you know the Coliseum was closed the Jones Beach Amphitheater was closed uh schools I mean schools were closed we were no longer allowed to go into schools and pick up um cans and bottles so really uh slowed the business down but we started picking up from homes, you know, so now we're doing a lot more pickups from individuals, smaller pickups, but a lot more. And then when the venues and everything open back up, hopefully soon, um, I was just on the phone with Jones beach this morning, actually. And um, they're ready to rock and roll this summer. So we'll be back with them and we're in talks with the Islanders fingers crossed. And um, maybe just, maybe somebody's listening to this podcast and would like to, uh, get involved with us and get a can in their office, their business, their venue, you know, their airlines. So, um, we've grown. It's been a slow growth, but I, I think we're finally ready to, uh, you know, really take it to the next atmosphere.
0: Yeah. It's that, it's that slow ground gain that that's where a lot of people give up, but you know, you're determined. I, I know you're not about to give up. And, uh, we, 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 added another place this year. I, I helped you out with, uh, phoenix eastern medicine uh yes, out in so. farmingdale so and they love it man i mean like i said uh every every week or so they they fill up a pink can and they're happy and then while i'm there for my acupuncture uh feeling real good then uh, i pick up a bag for you guys and, and then uh, i coordinate with pam to, for the pickup
1: and and that's what it's really about it's really about the outreach being further than yourself right so ironically enough you know, I think uh, the marketing team posted about it and I was like, when did we get those? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Dave hooked that up, you know, <laughs> so I don't even know where it is. I couldn't tell you the address. I don't know how to get there, but they're, you know, they're they're on it. They're on the program. They are saving the planet and helping people with cancer one can at a time because of the connection that you and I had two, three years ago. Now, now our pink cans are in a business somewhere, which I'm not even really sure where it is, you know? So <laughs> that would be beautiful. I'd love to have these cans in hundreds of businesses all over Long Island and Manhattan um, and big venues all over. It would just be amazing.
0: Kind of keep talking about it. You know me, you know, once I get something in my head, I, I keep talking about it and until and I drop it down, you know, I'm mean, you know, yesterday uh, I know you and I were on the phone and, with my friend, Dan Caperso, uh, you know, at, at, at New York life. And, you know, he's like, yeah, we'll see what we can do. He goes, I don't know about it in the office because nobody shows up in the offices anymore, which is a challenge. Um, right. But, you know, we're going to he's going to he's going to talk to some of his buddies. Uh, you know, He's an insurance agent and he deals with a lot of uh, restaurants and businesses and stuff like that. So we'll just keep pushing this out. And that's amazing.
1: That's a um, it made me actually think of something. So we're in a car wash, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very natural. If you look in the back of your car, I'm sure there's two or three water bottles, right? So we have this relationship with Stop and Shine Car Wash in East Meadow. And in the beginning, you know, we were doing a pickup like once every two weeks. Because people would come and they'd be like, oh my gosh, I have two bottles on my car. This is great. Here's 10 cents for cancer. I love it. And then it changed. After a few weeks, they really flipped the script, man. So they were, hey, I had five bags in my house. So now they went from like three bags in their car to I had five bags in my house and all my neighbor's kids are getting involved as well. So now they're coming to get their car washed. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're also bringing five bags of cans and bottles and stop and Shine car wash. is nice enough to actually store them there. So they're actually one of our different drop-off locations. So we're also looking for drop-off locations out in Suffolk, which, you know, we're all working together again to, as I keep saying, you know, save the planet, help people with cancer, but we also helping people grow their business. You know, so we're we talk about the car wash on our social media all the time. Any chance I get to talk about the car wash, I'm going to do that. Any chance I get to talk about, you know, CrossFit in Garden City. They've moved now to Mineola, but CrossFit in Garden City. I'm going to talk about them. Any chance I get to talk about Dave, I'm going to talk about Dave because I want us all to grow our businesses together organically. And I just really like working with people that are giving back,
0: you know? Yep. That's one of that goons for good thing that I keep talking about as I expand that, is just knowing a guy, right? Knowing a person and helping each other out. There's no reason why we can't help each other out, especially when you're doing something good, you know? And and if you really believe in the person, then say, I believe in that person. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Um, So what are some of the things that you believe in? I mean, you know, Deep down, I mean, I know your family is so important. Your kids are not only the cutest things. I mean, I love when you share your picture, but I know that's one of the huge passions of your life.
1: I think it goes unsaid that, you know, your children are the most important thing in the world to you, obviously. I think most people feel that way. Um, For me, it was raising good kids um, with good morals and values and creating some type of generational wealth which is what we try to do through the homes. Um, but just really kind of being there for them, you know, um, there's challenges, you know, when you, you, when you think, when you, when you have kids, you're like, all right, I don't want them to ever make any decisions based upon finances. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, I'm going to work really hard to make sure, you know, it sounds crazy that my kids don't have to leave college early to go to the NBA. Um, For anyone who doesn't know me, I'm five foot five. My kids are probably not going to the NBA, right? (laughs) So that's the thought process you have is like, I don't want my kids to make any decision based upon finances. But then, you know, kids get sick. Little kids get sick and things happen, you know, and I just, I'm blessed in the sense that I've been able to help my kids in anything they've needed. And they're very young. I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. So, but we all go through challenges. This pandemic was a challenge and, you know, Um, I have a lot of good friends and a good inner circle, including, including you, obviously Dave, you know, and when situations happen, there's, there's a good circle of people to reach out to. And that's just something that's just so important to me, you know, and whether it's the kids or the business, you know, you always talk about bring a bat, right? So you've been talking about that for, for as long as I've known you. And I'm like, what is, you know, oh my God some things in life and college and I probably needed to bring a bat you know and I'm like but that's not really what you mean by that right so you said what does that mean to 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 you Tony and to me when I was thinking about it I was like you know it really means like having backbone so when I think of the bat I think of putting the bat in the back of my pants and making myself stand up straight and 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 have integrity you know And it doesn't mean you don't haven't done crazy things doesn't I mean you didn't have a, a wild night at the bar and you know but in life still having integrity and I'm at that point now where I only want to work with people that are that are you know that have integrity and that are that are that are good people you know with the property management company we have a lot of vendors that we work with and one of the first questions is you know like who do you give back to? What do you believe in? They're like, what does that have to do with landscaping? I'm like, you know, what's something that's passionate to you. So I try to work with people with passion and they care and that are definitely willing to give back because at this point in my life, you know, I'm almost 48, which is crazy, but I'm on the countdown. Right. right. So um, I think people that give back are using just a lot more fun, right? Like a lot more enjoyable and uh, we can always make money. Right. But I always use the shopping cart analogy. Right. So, I'm not saying that every 99 out of 100 times I'm going to put the shopping cart back up where it goes. And I'm not saying the person that leaves it rolling down the Walmart I you know, parking lot is a bad person. But it does say something about somebody if, you know, 99% of the time they're just leaving it in 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 the parking lot. I don't know if you're the type of person I want to work with, you know? So I don't always always work with the best person in the business. I don't necessarily have the best landscapers on the planet or the best painters, but I have good landscapers, I have good painters, and they are great people. And that's something that's extremely important to me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, wow. Uh, you know, uh, definitely. It's who you bring into your, your circle, right? Everybody can have a big circle. We look at Facebook and I have a thousand friends, I have this, how many of those people are there for you when you when you need it? You know, I, I mean, you know, like here, I'm going to give you the example of Greg Reed, who we mentioned earlier. When I tried to hurt myself and then he found out about it, he called me up. He goes, get your ass out of plane and get out to San Diego. You're going to sit with me for a little while. Now, I didn't take up that opportunity. I was like, I- I'm okay now. Uh, you're like I just couldn't get out to San-, San Diego at that time. But who else calls? I mean, he's a premier world s- speaker and wow. – he was reaching out people to people, and it just shows exactly the type of people you associate yourself with and I associate myself with. It's just amazing uh, opportunities. Now, so you've probably had a couple of Phoenix moments in your life you know, where it looks like things go in, in the ashes, and we'll leave it at that word versus anything else. How have you picked up yourself and rose from those opportunities? I mean... I
1: dealt with a lot of death and dying early in my life. I lost uh, my father. I lost my sister. Um, you know, we all lost a bunch of people on 9-11. And life can be kind of crazy sometimes. So for me, uh, anything that's above ground and not six feet under is something that we can solve. No matter how bad the situation is, no matter how devastating the situation is, you know, if you're alive, then we're we're going we're gonna to figure this situation out. And, um, you know, a lot of people, um, one time my couple of my friends and I were having a discussion about bad dad versus dead dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was like, well, I have a dead dad. And they're like, well, I have a bad dad. I'm like, well, bad dad can always do better. You know, and they're like, "Well, dead dad's always like the good guy." You know, he always, he always, you know, that great memory and whatnot. So, again, like death is irreversible, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else we can change. So we've we've been through a lot, you know, and I have some great partners. And I know one time that, you know, I have a partner with. We own a house together, and I was, I cry a lot. So you say, "How do I deal with stuff?" I cry a lot, but I get, I, I still while I'm crying and through the tears, I'm also figuring out how we're going to get it done, you know? So I know when I was dealing with one of, you know, one of my kids was dealing with an issue, um, my partner's like, yeah, we'll just sell the house and we'll, we'll, we'll get her the help she needs. And this was, you know, he's like, we will sell this house that we have together and we'll get her help. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's amazing. So doing good, just, you know, it changes the world, you know, pay it forward. Um, one of the things I'm really proud of with, Cancer Cancer is we um, kind of just started this thing, and we call it the Make It Happen. So there's a lot of things we do with Cancer Cancer, whether it's help people pay for funerals. You know, we just sponsored a camp today, this morning, we sponsored a kids camp um, in Long Island for kids with cancer and their siblings. So they can go to camp for free during the summer because money's tight. You know, when people are going through chemotherapy, we will sponsor food with a lot of, we've partnered with a lot of the local restaurants to sponsor food for those families so that mother or that husband doesn't have to come home and cook after going through chemo. But we also do the make it happen award. And so there was a woman who had reconstructive surgery and insurance wouldn't do the whole thing. So they didn't complete the surgery and she was telling us something that she needed and boom, boom, done. We mailed her a check. So she was able to complete the surgery. And she said, "Wow, well, I feel whole for the first time in a very, very long time. I feel like a whole person. Um, we also have one of my good friends, Jamie, and um, she's, she's been through a lot. You know, when she was diagnosed with cancer, her sister was in hospice dying. So she pretty much had to go tell her parents, you know, this you know, yeah. terrible, terrible situation. Um, but because of the foundation we give money to, she froze her eggs and was able to have these two amazing girls and they're beautiful and they're they're amazing. Um, but kind of like Frank, Jamie always wanted to tell her story, you know, and it's 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 an intense and incredible story that I would want her great, great grandkids to know about. So she's writing a book and uh, Pink Cancer Cancer is sponsoring it. So, you know, writing a book's not cheap, especially if you have no clue really what you're doing, but it was just, this was something that was so important to her and she's been through so much and her family's been through so much. We saw this as an opportunity to to make something happen for a person who's been through hell and back with cancer. So we're helping her sponsor a book, which she'll be dropping at Secret Knock in September. Awesome. I'll make sure we get you a signed copy from Jamie and whatnot. Oh,
0: well, let's get her on the show. Let's talk to her. and, and oh, let,
1: let, you got to see this little potty mouth girl. She's amazing, man. Awesome. She's amazing. <laughs> I call her potty mouth, but she's she's absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, I would love to obviously introduce you to. Um, but we like doing different things, man. Like, who doesn't want the cure? We all want the cure for cancer. But if we can change someone's life, we can. We can be an advocacy group. For, for people, and all we're doing is recycling cans and water bottles, you know, it, it's, it's a win-win. Don't get me wrong. If you guys want to mail a check, we'll take it. There's overhead, <laughs> there's expenses, there's vans, there's gas, there's drivers. Yeah, of course, we'll take a check. But what we're really asking for is connections to cans, to venues, maybe to Glad garbage bags. Maybe, you know, Glad becomes the f- official garbage bag of Cancer Cancer. So if we can lower our overhead, you know, then we're just being able to help even more people.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. and that's what it is. It's what, it really is like we were saying earlier, putting us all together because uh, we can help each other. And if you could do something just as simple as as a can, uh, you know, or a bottle, or just even thinking about it, and that's awesome. And you know, of course, money's great. I mean, I re- you know, a couple of years ago, I remember that awesome fundraiser. Uh, that you had here in Farmingdale, and I got to be next to the Stanley Cup, I mean, how many opportunities do you get to do stuff like that, and help people, um, you know, you, you just, you never know, and that's like, that secret knock mentality, is you never know who you're going to be sitting next to, you know, I, I mean, again, even when you walk, when I walked in, and I didn't know Frank, and, and, and Ron Klein, you look at them, they're all right, all right, it's, it's an old guy, and stuff like that, but Ron is the guy who created the magnetic strip <laughs> that we all have in our back pocket in that credit yep. card. Are you crazy? It's not just, you don't know who you're going to walk next to. It's, it's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, uh, one of the people I've already interviewed, uh, you know, Richard Gordon, uh, you know, so I, I, you know, is one of, I don't know how, how well you know Richard, or, and he's a, bro- a Brooklyn guy. Like, we literally grew up a couple of years, he's a little bit older than I am, but he, we grew up with a couple miles, and I guarantee that we might have even played ball together at some point when we were younger. You know, like, Richard and I start talking, and he's like, well, you said, you're definitely from Brooklyn. You know, everybody hears my voice. And he goes, I grew up in Bensonhurst. He goes, I grew up on, I don't remember which street he go I go, yeah, I know that. And every now and then I'll pop in, and he has, like, this men's group. Uh, and the reason why I mention the men's group is also... I was. I just want to honor you for saying that you cry. Like a lot of guys, are like no, no, I just tough it out. There's no reason. I mean, you. You. That was one of the things you mentioned at, at that Make a Wish uh, opening night in New York, right? The, you. I, I think that's brave, and I think that's one of the most powerful things that you know men do. That if you could say, "Hey, I'm a man, but I'm also a human being." Yeah.
1: Well, I, I appreciate it. You know, I come from a, an amazing mom. I have an amazing wife and the best children in the world. So I'm, I'm blessed. I am surrounded by love and support, you know, just to have a supportive wife with these ventures. Cause it takes some time, you know, it takes a little bit of time away from the family. And I have very supportive kids that they're all about it. You know, they're always saving cans and bottles and they, they you know, they, they love, they love cancer cancer and they love what we do. And they love, helping people. So having a good support network around you is, is very important.
0: Yeah. The support network is is tremendous and keeping into your, you know, for me, it's a wellness plan. And, you know, if you keep into that, that plan. So like you were saying about business, having that, that plan, not just going out and doing stuff, you you guys have a solid plan behind uh, what you want to do and how you want to do it. Cool, man. Yep. Yeah, so I've taken a, a bunch of your time. I don't want to take you know that much time. I know it's early in the morning and, and your day is just beginning. But is, yes, there any, is, is there anything that you would love to leave us with? You know, uh, we'll, we'll try to get all the links for the, the, the businesses that support you, uh, that, that support us. And uh, is there anything like, uh, I mean, you've given a lot of messages. Is there any seeds that you really want to plant for other people?
1: I just think paying it forward. It's so cliche, but it's just so true. You know, I think that, if you're in the bagel store in the morning and, you you know, you see a person behind you, a first responder, a police officer, or, you know, a school teacher, anything. You see anyone and you, you buy them a bagel and you don't even have to tell someone, right? You buy that person a bagel, you walk out, you leave. That person's smiling, you know? I think it's really hard for that person to leave, get in their car, cut someone off and give them the finger, right? Like, They're going to say to the person in front of them, they're gonna like, no, you go ahead. And then they're going to hold the door for the person coming in. And it's kind of like a domino effect of goodness, you know, and it's it's just not that it's not that hard to do. It's not that expensive. You know, holding a door for someone goes a long way. You hold the door for someone, they're going to hold the door for someone on the way out. You let someone in in traffic, they might let the next person in. You cut someone off, give them the finger, they might cut the next person off again. And now we've got a whole day of people giving each other the finger instead of a whole day of people holding doors for each other, buying each other bagels, you
0: know? Yep. Now that that's exactly it. You know, just keep spreading the peace and love and and know where your non-negotiables are for, you know, the bad piece for me, but, you know, but paying it forward. I mean, right. Isn't that one of Frank's messages is anybody Absolutely. could do, anybody could do something, right. That was his starting, his, his story. Uh, that when yeah, he was yes, going through some was. challenges, it was like you could paint the fence. Like, you know, as a 12 year old boy, he was able to paint the fence. We could right. all do something and, Let's all do something for Pink Hands for Cancer. We all want to beat cancer. There's not Uh, one person who does not want to beat cancer.
1: So Frank had his, you know, pay it forward. And then my friend Kristen, who is the reason for the, the season, the reason I started all this, she said, you know, make your mark, inspire change, and leave your legacy. And that is something that, you know, it's been 10 years since I've heard her voice, you know. But it's something that rings through my head every day, you know. Make your mark, inspire
0: change, and leave your legacy. So that's awesome. I, I'm not going to, we'll, we'll end it right there because that's exactly it. And you do inspire and you are leaving a legacy. So thank you so much, my friend. And thank everybody you. else, just remember find your peace and love. And when you need to take a bat, make sure that it's a sweet spot and swing away. Have a great day. I am really glad that you're enjoying the show. And I hope you follow us on all the podcast hosting sites as well as Facebook, Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Or you can follow me, Uncle Dave, David Chemetsky, at Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, and www.DavidCchemetsky.com. I also would enjoy for you to contact me if you want to just have some feedback. You need somebody to talk to at peacelovebringabat@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Well, my friends, today's journey has come to a close. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember the peace and love surround you that will assist you to rise again. And don't forget to bring a bat for what you believe in. Namaste.